The following feature is electrically transcribed. Friday at this same time by the makers of Ovaltine. But first, another important announcement from Captain Midnight himself. So stand by for a personal message from Captain Midnight. Here he is. Hello, fellas and girls. A few days ago, I told you about a way that you could all do your part in America's national defense program. Now I know how anxious you are to help Uncle Sam in this big job. So tonight, I'm going to tell you just exactly how to get started. There are three things that you start doing right away. First, every time you get a dime or a quarter or a 50 cent piece, you can buy a defense-saving stamp of that denomination. Then, when you've saved up $18.75 worth of postal savings stamps, you can turn them in for a $25 defense savings bond. Yes, this defense savings bond that costs you only $18.75 will bring you $25 in cash in only 10 years. Now, the second thing you can do is to tell your mother and dad about defense savings stamps and defense savings bonds. Tell them it's a wonderful way to save money for the future and to help protect America's future at the same time. And here's the third thing you can do. You can send a postcard to your local postmaster or address it to USA in care of this radio station asking for more information about defense savings stamps and defense savings bonds. Then... You can show this material to mother and dad when it comes. Now, as red-blooded young Americans who believe in America's future, I am sure that I can count on every one of you to come through on this job that Uncle Sam wants us to help on. Let's make ourselves star salesmen of Uncle Sam's new defense savings bonds from this day on. How about it, fellas and girls? Are you with me? Say, you can bet your bottom dollar we're with you, Captain Midnight. And just wait till you see how many postcards we send into our local postmasters and to our Captain Midnight radio stations asking for complete information about America's defense savings bonds. And now, for our adventure. Last time, all available secret squadron planes flew to Sector 86 in the Caribbean Sea where pilot SS-39 had sighted a submarine and dropped his bomb. In the submarine were Ivan Shark and one of his lieutenants, Barnoff. Seriously damaged by Agent SS-39's bombs, the undersea boat remained submerged until after dark and then rose to the surface and radioed a desperate call for help to Ivan Shark's Caribbean island base. A second submarine was dispatched to the rescue and the two boats made contact shortly before daybreak, but only after flashing signal lights. Now the present scene opens. One submarine is lying stationary, rocked gently by the small waves. A second submarine is approaching the first, its conning tower dimly visible. At the wheel of the first submarine stands its commander, Captain Mueller, and close to him is the master spy, Ivan Shark. They're talking together in low tones. Listen. Are the men ready, Captain Mueller? Yes, Ivan Shark. The men are all on deck. As soon as Captain Stone's submarine comes alongside, they will be transferred. But we must hurry, Mueller. We must hurry. I do not know whether that plane has spotted us or not. Coming closer. We will transfer them in as rapidly as possible. There. Captain Stone's boat is coming alongside. 
Get ready, men. submarine below them, but they do not know there are two. As soon as the men are transferred, Captain Schoen's boat will be submerged, and we will leave this one for Captain Midnight. He will destroy it and be satisfied. Who's plan, Ivan Shark? But it would be very simple to leave a time bomb on board. Then we are certain the boat will be destroyed. My superiors would be very angry if it were allowed to fall into Captain Midnight's hands. Besides, it is filled with incendiary bombs which were to be used against the defense base at Trinidad. Very well, Mueller. I do not wish Captain Midnight to discover anything that will arouse his suspicion. You will go below. Set the time bomb for five minutes. By the time you are back, everyone will be on Captain Jones' submarine. You will be the last one to leave. I should report it after I have a Shark and the crew on the stricken submarine transfer to the rescue sub... The secret squadron pilots scan the dark waters below in search of the crippled undersea craft. We join Captain Midnight and his chief mechanic, Ichabod Mudd. We're down to 2,000, Nicky. You see anything on your side? No, Captain, I don't see a thing. Well, hammer me down now if this ain't something. I was sure I'd seen that light blinking. I guess we haven't hit the right place, Nicky. We've either gone too far or not far enough. If there was a big boat down below, we'd sure have seen it by this time. Yes, and that's what makes me think... What is it? You see something? I'm dropping the nose, Iggy. Look straight ahead. Between my car. Oh, what is that down there? It's something all right, but I, I can't make out what it is. You see that dark spot? Something there. Looks like a small boat or two small boats together. Yeah, well, maybe that's what they are. A couple of small fishing boats. I don't think so. Not this far out. But we'll find out, Miss Jiffy. Keep your eyes open while I warn Chuck. SS1 calling SS2. SS-1 calling SS-2. SS-2 answering SS-1. Go ahead. I've spotted something on water. Get ready for action. Can you see me? I'm directly above you. can see you clearly. We'll await order. Well, I'll be at least, Monkey Uncle. There is something down there, but I can't make out what it is. It sure looks like a couple of small boats close together. No, no, it don't either. Looks like there's only one. I thought there were two, but I guess I must have been mistaken. There's something strange going on down there, Mud. I thought there were two boats there also. Now I can only see one. I'm releasing a flare. Yeah, that's just stuff. We'll be able to see and so will Chuck. There. Flare's lighting up the water. I don't see nothing yet. Well, just a second now. I've got to change direction. Yeah, there. Now you got it. Well, clean my carbon, Captain. If they need a submarine, I'll eat this plane off and all. Calling SS2. Calling SS2. A spotted submarine. Can you see it? Okay, SS1. Can see submarine in light of flare. Shall we dive? Yes, Chuck. Dive. We'll be watching. Okay, sir. Attention, secret squadron dive bombers. Dive on target below us. Quick, Captain Midnight, pull up. We'll hit the water if you don't. I'm pulling up now, Iggy. I wanted to give Chuck a look at that stuff. He got a good look at it by this time. If he does as good as he did yesterday, he'll blow that thing right out of the water. Watch it now. I'm swinging you around. I want to take one last look. It'll be a few seconds before Chuck gets low enough to release his bomb. There now. We can see that submarine plane. Why, Joe. What's the matter, Captain? Something fishy about this, Hickey. Why doesn't that submarine submerge? 
Why should she be lying there out of the water? The commander must know he's spotted. But sure he must. But it, it don't look to me. What do you mean? It don't look to me like that boat's got any captain. There ain't no one on deck. Fact is, I don't even think he's got a crew. I knew there was something fishy about this. Where are the submarine chasers? They must have heard my radio order to Chuck. Well, there's one off to the right. He's coming full speed. But you better call Chuck quick. He's getting awful close. Right. SS-1 to SS-2. Do not release bombs. After pulling out of dive, cruise in wide circle. Okay, sir. I was just about to release bombs. And pulling out now. Look out. Won't miss you by very much. I'll say he won't. Look at him. SS-1 to all commanders, SS submarine chasers. SS-1 to all commanders, SS submarine chasers. Submarine lying on surface appears to be deserted. Approach cautiously and investigate. Commander SS subchaser number three reporting. We'll investigate as ordered. Here he comes. He's getting pretty close to the sub. Okay, turn around again, will you, Captain? Yes, Iggy, that's what I'm doing now. There. Now you got him spotted. And there still ain't a soul on deck. Now, what did the submarine be doing out here without anyone aboard? What is that? Did you hear that? And there ain't no submarine left. Jumped in Jupiter. Maybe one of our dive bombers dropped his bombs, huh? No, they haven't, Nicky. None of our pilots would have disobeyed orders. That boat was destroyed, Mutt. But it wasn't destroyed by anyone in the secret squadron. Well, but how was it done? It was scuttled by the crew. Maybe by a time bomb or some secret device. Look. Look at that water boiler. Now, what in blazes That's the bow of the submarine, coming clear out of the water. See? The submarine is standing right on its stern. There. It's going down. Yeah. It's going down, and it'll never come up with you. I sure wish we could have taken a look inside her. Yes, I do, too. But the next job is to find out where the crew went to. I'm sure they didn't go down with the ship. They must have escaped in some kind of boat. That's just about what happened. SS-1 to all SS planes and submarine chasers. SS-1 to all SS planes and submarine chasers. Crew of submarines escaped before explosion. Spread out and search oceans within radius of 20 miles. If no results within one hour, you will return to Puerto Rico Bay. Gosh, Captain, it's your tough luck we couldn't find anything. <laughs> but I'm glad to be back on our own flying field. I can use a double order of ham and eggs for 20 of fried potatoes. <laughs> yes, Vicky, I'm rather hungry myself. But here comes Chuck, so you run along and we'll join you in a few minutes. Okay, my Captain. Well, I'll be seeing you in the mess hall. Right. <laughs> Stay on the ship with him till the gas runs out and uncut the switches. Yes, sir. Come on, Chuck. Matt's going to the mess hall and waiting there for us. We'll go to my office first and then join him. Yes, sir. You can sure use some grub, too. <laughs> Gee, I don't know what to make of it. We covered the surface of the ocean within a radius of 25 miles from where that submarine went down, and we couldn't find a thing. Yes, I know, Chuck. You and the other pilots did a good job. Uh, I don't know what to make of it myself. There certainly must have been a crew on board that boat, and I'm sure they didn't go down with it. Well, let's go in my office and get rid of our flying clothes. Okay. You know, sir, I've been thinking... It seemed to me that when you first dropped that flare, I could see a lot of foam and spray near that submarine. And as long as we couldn't find any other boat around, I thought maybe... Well, maybe there could have been two submarines there instead of one. By Jove, Chuck, I believe you struck on the only solution. Mud and I both thought we saw two boats below us. And then after the flare lighted, we could only see one. But I'm sure you're right. 
There were two submarines, and one of them, which hadn't been injured, submerged and escaped. Gradually, piece by piece, Captain Midnight is solving the sinister mystery which surrounds him. But the master spy Ivan Shark and his accomplice Rogart are distributing the powerful bombs which will wreck the hemisphere defense bases on the day already set if Captain Midnight and the secret squadron forces do not unleash their invasion attack soon. Well, we may find out more about that in a minute from the secret clue we have for you tonight. And meantime, here's something to remember. America needs to be fit, and food is the nation's first line of defense. Now, one of the finest foods for physical fitness in the whole world is the new improved Ovaltine. You see, Ovaltine brings you a special combination of important food elements not found in any single ordinary food. Things you must have to make yourself as big and strong and peppy as you can be. Better try Ovaltine with meals and between meals every single day and see if you don't begin to take on more strength and pep and power. Start feeling fit like a real two-fisted 100% American. Get a can of Ovaltine at the store and enjoy a refreshing glass full tonight. And now, here's that clue for tomorrow's adventure in Master Code number six. Are you ready? Here's the first word. Fourteen. Eleven. Eight. Twenty-five. Twenty-three. Three. Fourteen. Okay, did you get that? All right, here's the second word. Sixteen. Nine. Two. Twenty-six. Fourteen. Three. Nine. Just one more word, the third and last. Here it is. Twenty-two. Two. Twenty-five. Ten, twelve, one. Now remember, set your mystery dial codograph for master code number six and figure out the secret message about tomorrow's adventure. And tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, to Captain Midnight. Until then, this is Pierre Andre, your Ovaltine announcer, saying goodbye and happy landing. Captain Midnight came to you by transcription. This is the new tour broadcasting system.